Hello and welcome to the Casual Anime Podcast for the 24th of August 2018. It's certainly been a while. So, uh, have you been keeping up with the anime discussion? Uh, not really. Uh, I've had a little bit of uh, anime break. I've read some mangas, One Piece, kind of hooked on that. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, free life. Uh, yeah, I think you're lost to the world right now if you're starting yeah. reading One Piece. Um, yeah, I've, I've been kind of the same. I haven't been watching anime at all. Uh, just recently, I've kind of been trying to get back into it. Uh, so I think there's a lot of things we've missed. Uh, do you know anything that's airing right now? Yeah, Hanabado is uh, great. And uh, Attack on Titan is, yeah, the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, so some hype for that at least. But uh, <laughs> as I mentioned, I haven't been paying attention at all. Uh, but luckily, it's not a recent topic we're covering today. We're covering uh, uh, the girl who left through time. So, uh, initial impressions. Anything you want to oh, throw out there? It kind of started out boring. And uh, I kind of got a little, uh, well, there was some kind of foreshadowing stuff, and uh, and then it just got crazy. And uh, I'm kind of wondering about the ending. I can't, uh, and some stuff in the middle. <laughs> I think you're being uh, a little too nice to it. I mean, according to what you're saying, because I'm going to say it, it was always boring. I think it's a very well stitched together films with a film with very good uh, filmmaking qualities uh, implemented and displayed. Uh, I think I was bored the entire time. Okay, yeah. I mean, the main character just falls over and cries and howls and wails and is living a very mundane life. That's basically it. The entire time and. I just didn't really get into it. Yeah. Well, maybe it wasn't for you. Um, I kind of like the romance factor in into it and the teenage drama. Uh, but uh, well, as you said, the crying was a bit too much, and uh, and there was some uh, plot holes everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, because I've been thinking about this for quite a while now and trying to figure out if it's actually logical or if it's just contradicting itself. Um, if she went back, wouldn't that mean she already went? She already went back. Like, uh, it's kind of a theory that you really can't change the past; you can only change the future. Because if she went back once, she would have already gone back, and so whatever she did in the past would have been nullified. Uh, but apparently, this film follows a different school of thinking. So, yeah, that, kind it... of left... <laughs> that was kind of confusing, I guess. Yeah, um, and the painting. Well, uh, yeah, why I couldn't mean... you just uh, just see it? <laughs> yeah, I think he could have just waited a day or two, and he would have seen the painting. Yeah, but then again, he he was kind of going on about uh, he broke the time laws and. And then it would vanquish because of it ceased to exist. Um, I don't really get that, but, but it maybe something in the future. Yeah, that, and I don't uh, know how she could guarantee that the picture would still be there in the future. Because it sounded like this was so far off in the future that uh, 
I mean, it sounded actually like she was going to transcend the future and meet him in the future, uh, like later, yeah. the way she said it. And the painting must have had a great impact on the future, because uh, he went back in time to see it or uh, or something. It's It's linked to the future world, at least. They can't see it in the future, and and that's why you have to go back. Uh, yeah, time waits for no one. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and you see that in um, when uh, Makoto uh, uh, time leaps uh, the first time. You see when uh, when they turn around the world. You see the monk uh, type of painting world. You know, oh, from I was screen. too focused on the horses running through the field. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I guess she kind of jumped wall, through so. uh, the history of, uh, yeah, yeah, a brief history, okay. I guess. So that that was really neat. Uh... So uh, I mean, when I started up this film, I was like, oh, uh, this makes perfect sense. She's hearing disembodied voices. This is uh, this is about jumping through time. So maybe there's going to be disembodied voices, but then it turned out to be a dream sequence and. That actually also made sense that she would hear her little sister <laughs> when she was dreaming. Uh, but that kind of like, uh, even though it was uh, well put together and a, a clever idea, it kind of, I can kind of get turned off when people, when I find that things are a dream, I guess. Yeah. Um. That's one of the cheaper, uh, <laughs> cheaper storylines in the. Uh, yeah, Any dreams, media. amnesia. <laughs> like uh, something exciting happens and then they just wake up and, oh, it didn't happen after all. Yeah. So, um, well, we, we just uh, jumped uh, right to the, the ending. <laughs> we well, haven't we said so have much to, about... Uh, I think we actually did something neat there because we didn't have to explain the premise of the movie and now we've already explained it and we, haven't, we don't have to go through it step by step. Yeah. Um, this girl Makoto is living a very ordinary life, is being very unlucky and then out of nowhere she's gifted uh, the ability to jump uh, through time. And uh, she uses it for the most mundane shit you'd ever see. I mean. <laughs> I think everyone um, comments on it too. I mean, uh, like, uh, oh, it's so good that you found this power because if anyone else had found this power, they would have used it for great evil. But uh, it never occurs to her that she could have used this for great evil. Yeah, I know what I would do with this power. Oh, go on. Yeah, <laughs> I'd go back and kill uh, all the bad guys, you know, Hitler and Stalin and everyone. I don't think uh, that's going to help, though. I mean... Oh, you you always dream about it. Yeah, but you're not gonna you're you're not gonna have that history to learn from, right? Because so no, no. someone else is gonna do exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not in the same scale, but I mean, and we're still not learning from history, so I I don't think it would have helped either way. No, and that's uh, the aunt. She tells her uh, <clears throat> that uh, if if you uh, change uh, time. Uh, what would happen to you would happen to someone else or something in that kind of yeah I think she lives in a world where she thinks that the good and bad balances out the yin and yang so if yeah. something good happens to her something bad is going to happen somewhere else 
Actually, it does sound like some kind of weed-smoking American hippie sometimes, but uh, I mean... <laughs> obviously not, because she's in Japan. Yeah. They have weed in Japan, you know. Yeah, but she's like this prim and proper unmarried uh, curator of a museum. I mean, it's not gonna... <laughs> she's not gonna be... Well, she might be doing recreational drugs, actually. Yeah, you know the art, uh, art guys and girls uh, are into some weird shit. Well, they could just uh, paint, you know. It's it's <laughs> that works. Too. Yeah. Um, so the theory goes that uh, the aunt and Makoto is the same. What's your thought about that? Um, well, she does say a lot of weird shit, but I don't really see that. It might be true, though. Uh, that's why she's waiting. <laughs> yeah. And that's how she knows about Time Leap. Well, she doesn't know. She just jokes around. Or you could interpret it that she just jokes around about it. Because uh, when she says she does it all the time, she just references that she likes to lie in bed all day, just like Makoto does. And then suddenly yeah. the entire day has passed and, oh, <laughs> I let through time. Yeah, but when she tells, uh, when Makoto tells her uh, that uh, she was killed by a train and left through time, she didn't seem shocked or anything. She didn't flinch. Yeah, uh, I didn't really listen to what she said about uh, because she ex uh, explained very clearly a lot of similar situations she had had in life that Makoto had. She had to. Yeah. Uh, male friends that she also hang out with and I don't remember what happened to them. No, but apparently she knew the outcome or something so it's kind of... Yeah. I guess there's uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of basis to that theory. Yeah. And, um, and you know also the guy in the picture looks like Shiaki, the time traveler from the future. Or you could interpret it that way, at least. Uh. <laughs> but that, it's kind of far-fetched, uh, I guess. But, uh, yeah. Well, I guess we could see it this way. Uh, I wish I'd paid closer attention now that you say all, all of these things. Yeah, I'm sorry I'm being so smart. Well, it's never happened before. <laughs> did you catch, uh, did you catch uh, who the white... Uh, the white-shirted uh, individual who was uh, skulking through all of the backgrounds were... I mean, it was obvious at the end who it, end, who, who it was, but did you figure it out before the end? Because there's uh, one, this one black-haired dude in a white t-shirt, that or white shirt that's linking around, following Makoto at the museum everywhere, basically. Yeah, it's Yuri. <laughs> no, it's Chuck. Wasn't it was? It, it was a time traveler all the time. Yeah. Chucky. And uh, it's uh, so plain to see if you're actually paying attention. Because in the glass reflection where he's looking at uh, uh, where the picture he was, uh, he's waiting for is going to uh, be located, you, you see his reflection and you see uh, the red t-shirt underneath and you actually see his red hair. And I kind of got an epiphany there. I was like, 
why is there so many white-shirted uh, uh, people in this uh, movie? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's to disguise this guy. So he can just blend into the crowd. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I kind of got uh, hooked on the, the text in the show. Uh, I paid uh, a lot more attention to it. Uh, yeah, you're not supposed you... to realize it's him, but uh, I mean, no. he's, he's there all along following uh, and basically stalking her, I guess. Yeah. Or uh, at least at some points. But I don't get really how he doesn't realize that Makoto has uh, the time leap ability if she actually pushed her onto uh, onto the uh, time traveling thing. The wall. Yeah, that was thing. Yuri. That oh, was, was her. Uh, yeah. Because when she's in the room picking up the nut, it's Yuri that is there. The... No, but it isn't though. <laughs> Because uh, they, they tell that uh, she tells him that uh, she passed uh, Shiaki, so it was yeah. him who was there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him all along. Yeah, and he um, uh, basically yeah. says, "Well, I found it, but I lost it." So he should have known all along that she had these powers, or at least. Yeah, and uh, he had one time travel left. Why couldn't he just have gone back to the future where he lost the nut, or? Uh, went forward to the future where he could pick up more. I don't know if he realized when he had lost it because he's like, oh, oh uh, I was having so much fun and then just, time just flew by. Yeah. And that's kind of weird. Like, uh, yeah, two but dudes he explains and a girl it. Um, just becoming friends. Just yeah, but he explains it very well with the, they don't have baseball in the future and there's no large assemblement of, of uh, people in in one place. Uh, so that's why he, he gets so... Yeah, but I, I was like, yeah. oh, this, these three have to be childhood friends or or they would never stick together in, uh, in high school or in this kind of setting. Yeah. But apparently he's only been there for under a year, so... It's kind of intriguing how fast their uh, bond has developed. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the, the bike thing? Um, if I had a faulty brake on my bike uh, and I've almost been in a death accident, uh, I would have fixed it. Well, she didn't. Uh, her solution is that she didn't use it. And, you know, she's pretty lazy. So yeah, she would rather have fun than do mundane things like that. You see the way she uh, sang uh, karaoke for ten hours straight. Yeah, <laughs> and I like the little detail where um, she ends up. Uh, they start up ordering two colas and uh, and something, and then in the end, uh, for the last session, she orders a, a ginger beer or something instead to, because her voice is totally killed. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a fun little detail. Um, oh, and of course they're singing "Time Waits for No One." That's kind of uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of cheesy. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, and of 
course they're complaining about why we couldn't play baseball and talking about schedules and all the irony in a film about uh, <laughs> time travel. Yeah. Uh, um. I think my favorite scene was uh, the one after she was uh, she fell on the time travel device, and then uh, uh, she comes out and she tells the guys what happens. And uh, if you watch closely, uh, Chiaki is overacting hugely because uh, <laughs> it was he who pushed her, and in, he he uh, when she like stares at them and says, "Oh, was it you?" Uh, he doesn't deny it. He says just, uh, "Why would I push you?" And uh, <laughs> it's like kind of obvious at that point. Well, he actually did push her, and he's not denying it. So, <laughs> and he's over uh, overplaying it too. So, yeah. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed the time stop. We got a, li uh, a lot of information and uh, <laughs> a lot of plot holes too. Um, it was kind of a relaxed atmosphere at first, or um, after she found out uh, uh, the guy and the girl uh, that they made it, and it was quite relaxed and just went around town. I'm uh, gonna have to look up his name because it's killing me. Koska. 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 Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of right. important though, so uh Yeah, but it's it's kinda of forgettable. Um It's just there to uh balance out the trio. Yeah. And to ship with one of the uh, one of the juniors. Yeah. And oh my god how much effort she put into trying to put them together. And how much <laughs> effort she went she put in to try to dodge uh, Chiaki and I mean, yeah, she kind of used up all her time skips, uh, time leaps there. Yeah, and it's just so yeah. mundane. It's like, a... yeah, sure. Uh... Uh, for some audience, this might be what they live for, but uh, for me, it wasn't that interesting at this point. Yeah, I think if you're a teenager, it would mean much more to you, this scene, than for us boys and 20, 30 years old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is uh, supposed to be a timeless classic, but uh, from a filmmaking standpoint, uh, I could totally agree because these shots are actually great. It's like uh, this shot where uh, uh, her little sister catches Makoto as she's trying to jump out the window, and uh, uh, we focus on the door as uh, she's opening uh, the little sister is opening the door, and then we get the whole room where uh, Makoto is climbing out the window and we see the little sister in the mirror reflected so we see both of them at the same time that's actually great uh, filmmaking at that point but it's like uh, when it's cuts of uh, great filmmaking put together with a story that I re really don't care about uh, it doesn't really make for a pleasant viewing experience either way Yeah, and it uh, won an animation grand award uh, so that tells you something in 2006. And it's a spin-off of a novel. Well, uh, it's I don't... just based on the novel, I guess. No, it's spin-off, because the novel is about the ant and her yeah, thing. 
I've done some research. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So is there an anime about the ants? No, it's just a novel. Okay. So, uh... So, um... Wait, there, there's an anime I know. There's the girl who jumped through space or something. Is this is that uh, is that connected or is that just a clever play on words? I have no idea. It's probably not connected. <laughs> no. Uh, live action movie. Oh, this could um, actually work in live action, I think. Yeah. Um, just have to figure yeah. out. Uh, how are you going to portray the time jumps? But that's much easier in live action because you just put some things, some distortion on the screen, and then you have the character rolling, rolling into frame. Yeah. No, I think there's a lot of uh, things. Uh, there's a 2010 film, live action movie. Oh, is this so... like the death? Death Note light of uh, anime. Yeah, because I know probably. that uh, I know that the jump is iconic. I mean, it's been parodied so much. Yeah. But it's uh, like uh, with Death Note, or we we get a live action Death Note from Japan every other year. I think maybe even more. Yeah, I think they've uh, announced uh, Death Note two from Netflix. And the rate Attack on Titan is going, you're probably going to get an, a live action Attack on Titan every other year, too. So, yeah, I can't wait to not see them. Yeah, I, I saw the Netflix uh, Death Note thing, and uh, yeah, it's atrocious. Words can't explain how, uh, no. The character assassination of basically every single single character in yeah. that show, but I think uh, we shouldn't dwell because uh, we're gonna be raging for half an hour about. Uh, yeah, we should American... probably do an episode about uh, something. Well, we can do a Death Note episode. We can cover yeah. all the bases, but uh... yeah. Um, I would have to read the manga too, I guess. But anyway, um, back on topic, I think. Yeah. What do you think about uh, like his decision to leave, or I mean, the sudden realization that wait, he's gone forever. No, he's not gone forever. Uh, Turn around. I mean. I mean, I mean the the last scene in the movie, uh, or not last scene, but the last scene with uh, with him, uh, Shiaki. Um, it's kind of why would you go back and just hug her? But uh, then again, it's for teenage drama. Um, well, he had to do something, right? He couldn't yeah. leave. Yeah, you would expect it to be a kiss. But uh, yeah, but here I think it was actually pretty good writing at the end there because. I like the way she sulkily says, well, uh, well uh, when Chiaki says, well, I have something to tell you, and uh, it just says uh, uh, something about you need to think about what you're uh, doing and, uh, more closely, because uh, 
you're never paying attention to your surroundings and all so on and so forth and then she sulkily says well that's not what you said last time and it's she's really sulky about it yeah and then she starts bawling when he leaves and this is this it i mean there was there was a universe where he said uh we should be dating and now you just blew it and now he's not coming back according uh, you think but then he does come back albeit only for a hug yeah um i uh, did we get any hints about where, what future it was from how far further it was no but it sounded like society had broken down completely so yeah or not broken down completely taken to the extremities I guess uh, emotions have, has kind of disappeared in this kind of future. It's kind of like yeah. the darling in the Franks future, I guess. <laughs> Where you're you're not, not allowed to feel things and then... Uh... Yeah. You're not allowed to talk about darling in the Franks on, uh, on this podcast too. Uh... <laughs> I mean, darling in the Franks is the only thing we know at this point. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh... <laughs> The kiss of death. Yes, I, I just can't get it out of my head at this point. Yeah. So um, the voice actors in this uh, movie, they're uh, regular voice or uh, regular live action uh, actresses and actors. Yeah, it did sound like that. Yeah, you could clearly hear it. And, and they don't um, do all of these uh, very cliche sounds that uh, many of the anime voice actors are very unknown for yeah like all of the little signature grunts and moans and sighs and <laughs> all of these <laughs> things but they did put a lot of emphasis into eating pudding though so yeah figgy pudding well yeah. i guess the little sister probably is a voice actress i would guess because she did sound like that uh she did have all of the tropey uh, noises, all of the Onecha uh, characteristics of. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. but by the way, we should cover uh, the negative effects of her uh, time travel because it does uh, screw over one guy in particular. Yeah. <laughs> and it does end up taking it pretty bad. Yeah, and he uh, hurls. Uh... Or throws a fire extinguisher at someone, or at um, Makoto. Yeah, but I don't quite get the the free bullies that uh, initially triggered his uh, uh, psychosis. I guess because, I mean, I, I guess you would know better than me, but I don't think you would take much harm in being, being sprayed down by a fire extinguisher. Just go go up and slap him, and then. Uh, you're, there's three of you. I mean, seriously. Well, to be fair, if you turn your eyes around for a fire extinguisher, you you could hurt your eyes because it uh, it dries out, you know. Yeah, I, it tries okay. to lay a lid on the fire, so yeah, when it uh, comes into yeah. so um, so you shouldn't be. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, there's three people that could just walk to one one yeah. to each side and then surround them and there's 
Stop that. <laughs> what are you doing? You're prophetic. Or typical bullies, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, but... Yeah. But I don't know why he decided that it was Makoto's fault that everything happened to him. I mean... Yeah, because uh, she's changed her his place. Yeah, but I place. mean, he has to be so paranoid. He has to be like this mad conspiracy theorist to even imagine yeah. that Makoto knew that this would happen. And he's right. Yeah, he is <laughs> right, but I mean, it's not... In the court of public opinion, that would never fly. No. Um... Oh, also, do you notice uh, when Makoto is late, because she's always late at the start, uh, everyone smiles at her and like says, oh, hi. And then when she's early, when she has uh, the time jump thing, everyone is scowling at her and like, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to yeah. be here this early. Yeah, and she's without her bike, too. Um, could be something to do with that, too. Oh, and she did cheat at the test. Yeah. Karma will get her back someday. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, it did kind of when uh, when they came sailing past on her bike <laughs> right yeah. after she had jumped for like this one petty thing to stop uh, stopping speculating about her time travel. Well, I I have the feeling if uh, if you'd uh, change some things. You could have a a real masterpiece. I think it's but a I, real I, masterpiece, I, but I don't think it's yeah. for us. In no, person. But, but I mean, for for us, if you could change some things. Yeah, because that's the point with your name. It has so broad appeal. Yeah. Because you have a, a teenage boy and a girl who which is bodies, so you have both the male and the female appeal. And it's this beautiful music and beautiful backgrounds, and it's like uh, to capture the most amount of people. Yeah, and fantastic animation. Um, but this is kind of more for the teenage boys, girls. I would say it's for the girls, but I don't know. I I do like some shoujo. Uh, from time yeah. to time, but it was kind of dry for the most part, I guess. Yeah. Um, it was kind of re like reading a book, I think it's book two of Twilight or something, where uh, the only thing Bella does is cry the entire book and moan about how... Well, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't think I can talk to you anymore if you read Twilight. Oh, I read Twilight? Uh... <laughs> It's actually not as bad as you would think. No, it's just the movies that have been uh, popularized by... Yeah. I'm more into fantasy uh, reading. Some deep uh, fantasy. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> no, that's uh, Silmarillion. <laughs> the last book I read was uh, Silmarillion. Uh, oh, the Tolkien... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I hear that that goes much deeper in uh, detail too. It's like a. It's a kind of a guidebook to Lord of the Rings. Uh, you get the pre prehistory and and why things are the way they are. Uh, yeah. 
not for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's some deep lore right there. Uh, yeah. I think we're forgetting something, but I can't really put my finger on what we're forgetting. Um, we should probably talk about the director, right? It's uh, Mamoru Hosoda. It's the guy who directed Summer Wars, and that was easy to see because the art style is yeah, it's pretty similar. Yeah. And it's we, all these white uh, shirts I was <laughs> I was uh, referring to. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't kind of like it. No, we didn't <laughs> like that one either. But I think I think this one is a better movie. Uh, I just think it has uh, less appeal because the other one was kind of... Uh, you kind of got in the mood on it when uh, the grandma was uh, doing things and being badass. And you kind of got depressed when she ended up uh, dying. And then you didn't really understand all the hacking and all of these stupid little games that they played. But anyway, it was... It had broader appeal is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But uh, I think this is a better movie. Yeah, by far, I would say. Um, uh, but, um, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's nice to have something different from Miyazaki coming out of Japan, I guess. Because you know what you're getting from Miyazaki. Yeah. And Takahara, too. And uh, Makoto Shinkai. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting traits. So, uh, I think. Uh, but you've seen, um, you've seen the wolf, uh, wolf children. Yeah, I've seen wolf children. And that's uh, the same guy. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's right. Uh, I vividly remember wolf children being more colorful than this. Maybe because it's always. Uh, they're always in the countryside. And yeah. Wolf Children is kind of the film you show your parents or you show some anime normies. Because as anime goes, there's not a film like it out there. It's kind of like... Uh, it doesn't feel like an anime. Or it doesn't feel like entertainment animated made for adults. Mm. It's kind of like a family film. Yeah. It's kind of Ghibli, then. Yeah, well, it's... in a way, but I don't think it's that yeah. good. I think. Yeah, it's I think ranked he, pretty I think high. He, I think oh. he leaves his films uh, unsatisfactory. I guess. I'm never yeah, satisfied we... after watching a <laughs> Mamoru Hosoda <laughs> film. No, and we said that's the same thing in uh, Summer Wars. There were so many uh, plot holes and and stuff that we <laughs> we wished they would uh, done differently. Yeah, I mean, you can end the film unsatisfyingly, like uh, five centimeters per second or something, but I think the entire point of that film is that it's an unfulfilled relationship that two people just drift apart, and in the end, it, they just figure out, well, it's never going to work anyway, and they just walk away. And although that could have been unsatisfying, it's actually very satisfying that, that they figure out after all, the, all those years that, well... I'm not going to look back anymore. I'm just going to move forward. And <laughs> there is one of them still haunted by the past, but at least the other one has moved on. So, yeah. 
it's kind of satisfying that it's unsatisfying, I guess, but uh, not in this case. So what yeah. do you think about uh, Makoto as a storyteller? Because she's a pretty uh, non-reliable uh, narrator. Yeah. I think the comedic we'll timing is pretty good when she's like, uh, well, it, it's rarely I do mistakes that I need to erase from my memory. And then she ends up doing something <laughs> extremely stupid. Yeah. And, um, and you kind of see it when she's missing from the group. How... Uh... How they're uh, yearning for her to be to be there for her comedic uh, actions, uh, but uh, as a narrator, uh, I, I kind of felt the, the time leaping was uh, uh, it, it it was done with so um, it was yeah it wasn't so explained. <laughs> In a way. There was a great variety of how much emphasis they put into it. Like a couple of them, they have like this crescendo of her jumping off uh, various things. Yeah, it's actually brilliantly done. Of uh, colors and uh, sounds meshed together, and then the, it kind of just stops for a second, and she just crashes into something and uh, hurts herself. That's yeah, uh, I don't know where I was going with that point. <laughs> no, me neither. Um, she does fall down a lot. Yeah, she's kind of klutzy. Is that a word? Uh, a klutz, I clums, think. Cl clumsy. Clumsy? You, you could call yeah. her a klutz, though. That's, a, that's yeah. definitely a thing. I'm just an inventing words today. Well, I, I love how her family is kind of uh, kind of... Uh, Concerned that she's gonna kill herself or hurt herself in some way. <laughs> yeah. And I love the house, the way they painted it on the background. <clears throat> so I had one point uh, I wanted to make, but I kind of forgot it right now. So uh, I think it was about uh, Chiaki, and uh, yeah, it was uh, about. Uh, rejecting him. Why do you think it was so important for her to that they remained friends? When they were on the bike? Yeah, oh. she didn't want to commit a relationship and then... Well, it's it's the... Uh, it's not a trope, but uh, if you first go there, you can't go back to being friends. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, uh, I think her aunt said it best. I mean, why not just try it out and then yeah if it doesn't work but, well then go back yeah yeah but, she's a coward yeah. is what i'm trying to say yeah <laughs> yeah she could time leap back and and do it again uh, but if you're two time leapers and if you both just jump now no no we only had one time jump left so yeah but, and she squandered <laughs> Probably a hundred <laughs> jumps for trying to get a different outcome. Yeah, and and to my point here, um, if he only had one jump left, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> I lost my voice. Uh, if you only had one jump left or leap, uh, just call it whatever. Uh, why didn't he recharge himself with a nut or thing? Because he didn't end up finding it in time. I think. Yeah, but, I but think that was do the you point. think he? Do you think he, when he jumped back in time, 
Do you think he had uh, 100 jumps or how many did she get? She got 20 jumps or something. I think she had something insane. Like I don't think we even see half of the jumps she does. I think she has no. like uh, over 100 jumps. I think yeah. she jumps like 50 times a day or something. Yeah. Stupid. And and why didn't he use this when he came there to refill his charges? I don't know. Maybe it's like a, maybe he was only supposed to jump like uh, a couple of times, and it was uh, yeah. entrusted to him uh, in good faith, and he lost it, and he's a stupid man for it now. There's going to be yeah. uh, great shame when he returns. Well, it, I don't... This, uh, this uh, train thing kind of got me thinking. Like, uh, she does dodge death, at least. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, I don't go around thinking about all the times I could have died in certain places, but, I mean, this summer has been actually pretty extreme for uh, potentially killing me, I guess. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I've seen you got a new... Uh priest uh, jacket so oh no i wasn't referring to that but i was like okay, okay, uh, no. i was uh, in italy right and I, yeah. <laughs> I was driving over the bridge that collapsed like a few days before it and when i was flying home i uh, accidentally ingested some peanuts so i ended up in the hospital too with uh, difficulty breathing it was actually uh, <laughs> they had to call an ambulance too and i was injected with uh, adrenaline and all of those goods, all of that good stuff. So it's pretty, uh, a pretty interesting summer, I guess. Yeah. And now you look back on it, thinking about it every day. No, not really. No, not really. No. Well, just like uh, when she mentioned that, uh, oh, this this is how I'm gonna die. Well, I was like, oh, really? You knew it was your time. I I don't know what which one I'd rather have: death by peanut or death by train. I don't think um, you want uh, death by peanuts because no, no. <laughs> that was excru excruciating. I think uh, that train was moving too fast too. I mean, seriously, Jap Japanese trains. Are yeah, bullet train. I don't think that was a bullet train though. Oh, uh, I haven't been. Uh, that was a that was a local train. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, speaking of uh, peanuts and nuts, I've got a new uh, new thing this summer. I've uh, been really into pistache nuts. Uh, I don't know what's in I think. Pistachios. Yeah. Oh, really good. Oh. I couldn't tell so you it's, because it's I've been... never had one. <laughs> but I'll take your word yeah. for it. Yeah, it's been my go-to uh, treat. So, yeah. Just a callback for, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think we're pretty much filmed out on this. Yeah, I think we've <laughs> jumped uh, very uh, on very many topics this uh, this uh, episode. Uh, by the way, did you see that Crunchyroll is making an anime? <laughs> yeah, and people are in uh, distress that it's uh, that it's not real anime. I don't know. Well, I mean. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of can... uh, it's kind of like uh, they're trying to highlight 
how much work and how much how much they love their project and uh, how diverse their uh, staffing is and it's like well you could just show us the work you did rather than kind of boast about how much effort you put on, into it it's not the effort that makes uh, or and so we could judge the project instead of you telling us we should like it because you apparently put work into it so I think yeah. they basically did the wrong approach. Yeah, kind of, but uh, I'm kind of glad Crunchyroll is producing and uh, producing stuff. Yeah, uh, we'll see. And, if it, and if all... it turns out to be Tumblr, the anime, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be received very well, and they're probably not gonna make another anime. But it might actually well, be good. So let's just cross our fingers. Yeah, to be fair, I, I don't think uh, a lot of people are gonna like it, but. Uh... It's there on yeah. I'm gonna watch it at least. Yeah, because if it's gonna just touch on all of the like uh, the Western uh, uh, things that uh, society wants you to touch on right now, it's like uh, it has to be a queer person, there has to be a non-binary person, there has to be something like a person of color. And if it's yeah. gonna touch on all of these things uh, instead of just being girls doing awesome things. And I think Western yeah. audiences are going to have a problem because anime is escapism and you don't really need that kind yeah. of thing in anime. <laughs> I think. And you're just chewing over too much, trying to do too much with it. Uh, they should just stick to the to, to one side of the story. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. But I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, yeah. We'll be back very soon. We're going to have a more regular podcasting schedule and I guess we'll see you later. Follow us on Twitter, SoundCloud Tumblr <laughs> Wait <laughs> No, 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 no no. Only joking um, Casual Anime Podcast uh, We're gonna come up with some uh, cool episodes uh, with some guests and, and stuff uh, later this uh, fall Yeah Goodbye <laughs>